Hey y'all, it's Justine Mentor from Mentor Management. I'm a LA-based dance choreographer and educator turned career coach, and I'm all about inspiring, motivating, and educating professional dancers. I'm so excited to bring you Dance Careers Unfiltered, where we chat about the nitty gritty behind the business side of the entertainment industry. The stuff that people don't know they need to know. Let's dive in. Welcome to Dance Careers Unfiltered. It's the new year, and instead of new year, new me, we're going to adopt the phrases new year, new ideas, or new year, new mindset, or new year, new tactics. And if you've been following along for a while, or if this is your first time tuning into the podcast, I'm all about finding actionable ways to achieve our goals. And if you've been in the industry a while, then you know that plans are going to change and it's imperative for you to check in once in a while and get your business in order. So today I'm coming through with five simple tips for boosting your digital presence in the new year. Number one, and this goes without saying, update your dance reel, y'all. Figure out what the jobs that you want are and create a reel that matches it. It's as easy as that. Okay, obviously, conceptually, this is really easy, but the hard part about it is, where do you start? I have a brand new freebie that goes into this, but let's discuss. First, you need to compile all your footage and then ask yourself a few questions. What do I have that looks as much like me as I currently do in the moment as possible that I can? Does it clearly show me as a dancer? What are my goals with this dance world? Do I want it to showcase my dance abilities or do I want it to showcase my body of work? Is it a visual resume or is it a demo reel? There's a lot of questions to ask yourself when you're in the middle of the pre-production process. And a lot of that will really alter your process for getting it done. You need to first examine that footage and then you have to figure out if you need to create your own or not. And that's the tricky part. If you need to create your own, then you have to start by figuring it out what it is that you need to create. And if this completely overwhelms you, then I want you to go to justinementor.com slash reels to get a free handout. You don't need to take any notes during this if you don't want to. If you're out jogging on a hike or working out or cooking, you don't have to worry about getting out a pen and paper or your notes app because I've created a free resource for you with a checklist of all the things that you may or may not need before you create your own dance reel or recreate it. Okay, back to this cheat sheet. Another thing to consider is once you have your reel done, what do you do with it? And how do you use it to refresh your digital presence in the new year? So the most likely answer would be putting it up on your social media, on your Insta, or whatever it is that you're using. But another thing for you to consider is where are you using it for the people that you directly submit to? When you are emailing and submitting yourself for projects, which by the way, you should be doing on the regular, even if you have agency rep, where do you send them? Because something to consider is if people are sent to your Instagram, are they going to get easily distracted? My initial thought would be yes, because I mean, I'm really distracted when I'm on Instagram. I mean, that thing is a rabbit hole. You know, you go to one person's page and the next thing you know, you're looking at like dog videos from 2012 and you have no idea how you got there. And then you're on somebody else's main page, press the back button. You're like, oh my God, this was my train of thought that led me here. What is my life right now? Anyways, you need to have a place that your real lives that is going to serve you professionally. And it can be any file saving device or app or link for sharing things or whatever 
like YouTube or something like that. Just find a system that works for you. And if you've been here a while, once again, and if you've been listening in, you know that I'm a typical Libra through and through. I want you to hear both sides of every equation so you know what your options are, but also so you know what resonates with you. What is realistic for you and your lifestyle? The second way that you're going to up your presence in 2023 is updating your pinned posts on your Instagram. This may go without saying, and that's fine, but you know what? Sometimes we just need to hear these things. So it used to be that we used our highlights to show our dance reel and headshots and all the things we want people to see. And I still want you to use your highlights in a strategic way, but I want you to be deliberate about what you highlight and pin. So my suggestion is to use text with it because otherwise people aren't going to know what they're clicking on. They're going to know that you think it's important for them to see, but you really want to eliminate as much decision-making and problem-solving in somebody's head as possible when they're consuming your content. You want them to consume everything about you. You want them to know exactly what it is that you offer and exactly what it is that they're going to be seeing and what they're going to get when they look at your contact or if they hire you in a very short amount of time. As we mentioned before, everybody's attention spans are short. We get distracted easily. That rabbit hole of Instagram is very, very easy to fall into, but you can make it easier for them to stay on your page as long as possible and to get in their heads and for them to think of you when they're hiring their next project. Because that's what it's really all about, right? You're just trying to constantly remind them day by day or week by week, whenever it is that you're posting, that you exist and this is what you offer. So let's say you want to have segmented reels and you don't want to have just one big compilation one. So you should put text over those videos that say heels reel or commercial reel or top reel or whatever it is that you excel in. And make sure that's pinned to the top of your profile. Dancers are underutilizing this function, believe it or not. Casting is using your Instagram to find out about you and see if they want to hire you or just to see if they want to get you in the room to even have the opportunity to hire you. This is 100% the way it is now. And you can either roll with it or you can fight it. My suggestion would be to roll with it and to adjust your mindset to know that this is a business and this is a tool and a vessel within that business for you to achieve the goals that you want to achieve. If you detach yourself and your emotions from it, it's way easier to get into a rhythm and use it to your advantage. I'm not going to leave you hanging and just tell you to pin posts and then not tell you what I would like for you to post in those three posts. So I'm going to get into it. And again, these are my opinions and take it with a grain of salt. So because you can have three pinned posts, you need to think about the three types of content that you want to put there. First, obviously, would be a reel. So within the context of this episode, you need to complete step one before you complete step two, because you need to have that content ready to go. So number one would be a reel. Number two, I think would be your best headshot. And the third one would be a phrase. So a few counts of eight of one combo that is very clear that it's you performing that combo. This needs to be in your best style. It doesn't mean that that's all you can do but it really needs to be the thing that you know you can book tomorrow, point blank. All right, number three. The third way to boost your digital presence in 2023 is to make sure you are decluttering. I know this isn't exactly as vampy as you thought it might be for number three, but this one is important because you can't really get on top of all of your digital stuff if you are bombarded with overflowing inboxes, 
a messy desktop, and no system in place for taking care of all of your digital assets. It's clutter for your brain and distracts you from being prepared for your job. And your job is auditioning, or rather digitally submitting yourself for said jobs. You need to create a system, a system of organization that is not only easy, but realistic for you to upkeep on the daily. If you're a dancer in the industry, then you know how often you are sending out emails to submit yourself or responding to emails to your rep or whatever it may be. A lot of stuff goes on behind the scenes that no one really talks about, aka this podcast and everything on my Instagram. This is the stuff that gets my wheels churning because this is totally my wheelhouse. But am I crazy to say that I just really want you to be organized? I really want you to be prepared. If you're not prepared, you can't submit properly. If you're not organized, you can't submit properly. It would be such a shame to miss out opportunities because you're not ready, especially opportunities that are right for you. Instead, do yourself a favor and unsubscribe from junk email or put it in a separate email account or create a business email account just for your business. And when I say business, I don't mean you need to run and operate a company, but you, my friend, you are your own business. You are the president and CEO, the secretary, the treasurer, the public relations person. You're doing everything. When you're a freelancer, it's all you. Most of us don't have the luxury of somebody helping us through our business on the day in and day out through all the nitty gritty. Our agents are submitting us behind the scenes, but that's not in collaboration with us every single day. They have what they need from us in order to do that, but it's not engaged collaboration every day is what I mean. If they don't have the proper materials from you, they can't submit you properly, which means the jobs that are coming through via casting through all the databases are just passing you by. And I don't know about y'all, but I would way rather have all my shit together and be prepared and be organized and not get the job just because I'm not right for it or casting isn't looking for my type right now, or I don't fit the bill in terms of the skill set that they need. Let that be the reason because that is out of your control. You will benefit so much from being prepared and organized because then you have complete control over what you're doing. Know if it's been a while and you're still not booking and you're super organized and prepared, then maybe it's time to revamp all those materials. That could be it, or it could be market trends, or it could be your agency, and you just really never know. But again, the whole point of this number three is that I want you to be prepared and organized digitally, and of course, not digitally too, but in the digital sense that everything is ready to go when you need it. Number four, I'm kind of pivoting back to Instagram on this one. And it's really simple. I want you to update your bio. I know, I know this is a duh moment, but there's two things that I want you to include. I want you to include the location that you're currently based in. And I want you to include an artist statement. There's a lot of noise on Instagram. We all know this. Only way to really stand out is to make sure that you're expressing your own voice and telling your own story. The location thing is important too. And that's just like, logistical. I can't even tell you the number of times that I've received submissions from dancers and I go to their profile and I have no idea where they're located. I need to know if this person can work right away or if they're flying in and that affects my budget, affects my time. And quite honestly, if I don't have time for that, then you better believe other more important people definitely don't have time to read that. I keep saying this, but you just have to be as explicit as possible. People don't have time for guessing or playing the potential game. You don't want to be that person that people are like, oh, they look like they have potential, but I really need someone I can use right now because I don't have time. I mean, we're all so crazed. 
We have so much going on. There's so much stress in the world right now, which was only exacerbated by the pandemic. So do yourself a favor and do all this back work to make your life easier and to make the lives easier of whoever is considering you for a job. I'm going to go back to this artist statement thing because this one is important too. Obviously, I wouldn't be talking about it if I didn't think it was super important, but you all know that your Instagram feed is an echo chamber, meaning the algorithm or Instagram gods or whatever you want to call it, they feed you what you've already liked and what the people around you are liking and engaging with. So you're likely seeing a lot of the same content. More specifically, lots and lots of class videos. I'm going to stop with that because that's really what I'm trying to discuss today are the class videos. And they look really good these days. Don't get me wrong. I have absolutely nothing against it. I think if that's your goal when going into a class, then that's a really great way to get footage and be seen. I guess what I'm trying to say here is there has to be a way to make it stand out in the sea of a million class videos. And the way that I suggest is to write about your experience. This is really simple. It's also allows you to be in a place of vulnerability that you might not experience because we're always so used to seeing a filtered view of everybody's experience that tapping into your own on a less surface level might be difficult for you. And I totally understand that. And if that's where you're at right now, then I suggest start small, write one line, write two lines. Like this class was hard for me, but I made it out alive. Enjoy something like that. That's simple. It shows your personality. It shows your experience, but you could, you could go into it a little bit more too, if you want your personal experience. How are you able to pick up the choreography? Is this out of your comfort zone? How was the teacher in their teaching style? How was the musicality and how did it feel in your body? You can choose and be in control over how much you share, but we have to be able to stand out and show our individuality in some form or fashion on Instagram. And I think this is a good start. Which brings me to number five. I want you to do a huge cleanup of your Instagram. I want you to go back to your, let's say, six videos and change your captions. I want you to change your captions to everything that I talked about in step four. I then want you to archive anything that you were advertising, something that was coming up that is no longer happening. And I want you to move forward in that your captions align with your artistry. I don't think you need to make a special three row across feed unless that really serves you. Then, of course, absolutely do that. I don't think you need to have all the same colors. If you're just a dancer, putting yourself out there. Of course, the caveat to all of these things are that unless it serves you and feeds your soul, then do it. I think at this point in the game, everybody is looking for human connection. They want to feel raw emotional connection to you as much as possible. And as much as Instagram allows us through tiny little squares. And honestly, all of this comes with a disclaimer that none of this is guaranteed to book you. It affords you the opportunity to increase your chances of getting booked. It allows people to have a clear vision of who you are and what you provide. And above all, it gives you some sense of control through this crazy industry. I mentioned this in a reel the other day, but a job isn't something that you can just go out and get. You can't walk into the store and purchase a job and try it on for sizing and do all of that. It's way more nuanced than that. I always think it's funny when people from hometowns or various parts of the country or world are like, oh, you're a dancer, so you can just be on So You Think You Can Dance then. And they have no idea how hard it is and what all of that entails. And that's not their fault. It just, we're the only ones that know the struggle and 
how difficult it is to make waves. It's an extremely difficult industry that you're wiggling your way into, but that doesn't mean it's impossible. And it doesn't mean that you can't have a plan just because you can't book yourself on a job. I always find, especially in the new year, that people are getting into goals and wanting different things to happen for themselves or how they're going to improve, but they don't have a plan. This happens to me all the time personally because I get so wrapped up in the day-to-day of things that I need to do as a mom and a business owner and you know just a human being that I don't take the time to actually make a specific plan that I know that I need. I'm someone who really thrives on structure, so being in this industry has always been a bit of a struggle for me in that way because of the up and down nature of it. But I think if I had to boil it all down to why some people succeed and why some people don't, it goes all around with having a plan. And it's not just the actual plan. It's the tenacity to fall through on that plan. And then, of course, knowing that plans do change and being able to roll with that. But basically what I'm trying to say here is structure is very important to human beings. I would be remiss if I didn't mention my group coaching program that provides structure and accountability and community for dance artists around the world. This is really one of my favorite things that I can implement into my offerings because it allows me to cultivate relationships with people on a deeper level. There's a lot of people that I connect with on Instagram. I love my little community on there and here on the podcast or in my email newsletter community. We are strong. We are small, but we are mighty. But I get to take it to the next level and I get to educate and be along for the ride with this group. I get to follow along with them on a deeper level than just seeing their wins. The most important part for me is cultivating that relationship with them and continuing to see their growth throughout. I can be there along for the entire journey or whatever section or season of that journey that they're in at the time. If you're lacking in accountability or some type of mentorship beyond going to different classes around town, then I would highly recommend joining us. Each month we tackle a different topic, But more than that, there's a WhatsApp group where we can connect every day, all day on any questions that you may or may not have or any things that may arise. I give weekly prompts too, so everyone is held accountable, but also to have jumping off points for discussion and get the wheels rolling in your brain. It's meant to provide a different kind of stimulation and training than you get your regular dance training schedule. None of that has to be disrupted, but you get to have a home base to jump back into, always providing that support. If you can't already tell, I'm really passionate about industry mentorship, and I just want to spread the love. As always, it's a pleasure to be here with you. Thank you for being along for the ride. I want to hear from you. I want to know if you're listening, when you're listening, what your favorite parts are. Send me a DM. Send me a DM on Instagram at mentor.management or send me an email. I just want to say hi and get to know if you're a listener. Happy New Year, y'all. Till next time. Thanks so much for listening. Don't forget to check out mentor.management on Insta and justinmentor.com slash mentormanagement. That's M-N-T-R-M-G-M-T. Check out the show notes to find links to my offerings and today's guest. And don't forget to subscribe, rate, and review the show. See you next time.